Hi, I'm Pauline Solda, dating and relationship expert, certified coach and typologist, and creator of Love by Design. I started helping women just like you find your soulmate after meeting my soulmate over 11 years ago. And this is the first dating and relationship podcast that shows you how to use a personality-based, psychology-backed approach to dating, choosing men, and finding your soulmate combined with timeless energy, attraction, and gender communication principles so that you can create a loving, stable, and lasting relationship of your dreams. This is your Love by Design. Hello and uh, welcome to this brand new episode of Love by Design with me, Paulina Solda. And I'm very excited to host this special episode uh, because I have a guest, uh, Alan, my uh, very uh, good um, friend and student. And Alan and I have known each other for um, uh, quite some time now. And Alan, I would love to introduce yourself and share a little bit about who you are. I'm Ellen Kider. I have a design, a book design and editing company. I'm a graphic designer. I help people's dreams come true by turning their manuscript into books. And I've been single for a while now after being married and having a long-term rebound relationship. So I've been on the dating scene and have experienced a lot of ups and downs with it. And was very happy to find Polina and her <laughs> personality system. It's like, oh my gosh, this is this is a real life changer. That's that's amazing. I'm sure many women can relate to uh, being single for longer than uh, you'd like to be single, and uh, doing seemingly everything to find the right man, and struggling and wondering. Where are all the quality men or what am I doing wrong? And uh, what, uh, what I'd like to hear from you is um, a little bit about your uh, dating experiences uh, before we started working together and you discovered your style, which I teach inside of Love by Design, and what happened after once you learned and started applying it in your own life. Well, I used to not know who the right person was for me. And I was dating guys who were just the wrong, absolute wrong personality type. They were not compatible at all. But I didn't know how to choose those people. So after learning Ennio's style and practicing it for a while, it's like it got a lot easier to choose the right kind of guys for me. And also getting clear on who I was looking for, getting more clear on who I am and my own personality type and living fully in that type and being radiant and happy with who I am. That just raised my my vibration a lot. So I yeah. was able to attract somebody who was actually just right for me. Mm, that's there's so many uh, important points that uh, you uh, mentioned, and so I actually want to start uh, with you reconnecting to yourself because 
uh, well, it all starts with us. And uh, oftentimes we think we know who we're looking for and who is right for us. But turns out then uh, one relationship after another doesn't work out or a man that we're attracted to don't treat us the way, in the way we want to be treated or expect us to be different from who we are. Uh, we, um, we lose that connection to ourselves. And uh, I would love for you to share a little bit more so that um, our listeners understand uh, what you're talking about when you say, well, I discovered really connected and aligned with my personality type. And for everyone who is wondering, well, what is it and how do I know my type? Uh, you can uh, take a free uh, assessment on my website, lovebydesignworks.com. And in a few minutes, you will know your basic type. And there is one um, result you can get, which is called the middle type. And Ellen, I'm curious if you had that result uh, yeah. and talk a little bit about uh, your experience. So how, for anyone who gets a middle type, just so you understand, it's not an actual personality type. It's just a combination of uh, all the different types and the woman who's trying to be everything. And uh, the cost of it is, of course, you losing the connection to yourself. So Ellen, would you share your experience before we started working together? What result did you get and how did well, your journey to discovering who you really are? Yeah, I was in the middle type at the beginning. And then learning all the characteristics of the different types, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's that makes perfect sense now. So I discovered that I am north and east and the north part fits perfectly because I'm a Virgo perfectionist and <laughs> I like planning. I yes. like everything to be just so. Um, but the East part is all about creativity. So I've been an artist my whole life and I've always made things and been really creative. So it all kind of made perfect sense. Yes. And, and could you talk a little bit about the reason? So before you discovered your type and so... Um, this is, of course, what we teach deeper inside of Love by Design. No one is just one thing. And also no one is all four in equal yeah. proportion because some of us qualities like being very systematic and being very creative. Well, we're mutually exclusive. However, there are ways where they can be expressed, not in equal proportions and also be used in different ways. So one is more like, who you are, what is your purpose? And another one is how you go about achieving your goals, more like your strategies. And that's something to go deeper with. What I'm curious to know is when you got that middle type, but first of all, what do you think are some of the reasons? And maybe talk a little bit about what middle type, um, what was it like? What did it look like in your own life being that middle type? And what are some of the uh, reasons that caused that? Well, in my, in my marriage, I was trying to be somebody I wasn't to make up for my ex-husband who didn't have the characteristics that I really needed. So he, he was West and North, and that excluded the South part of the personality type, which is the warmth and the expressiveness and the communication. You know, it's like there was very little communication in the marriage. And, and so I 
tried to make up for that, which kind of led me into the middle type. Yeah, so what happens, it's interesting how for uh, so many of us women, we, uh, we have a need to be in a relationship. We have a desire and want to be in a relationship. And when you're not in a relationship with someone you know you love and you have a feeling of attachment, uh, we typically, not men, going to be ones as women uh, who will compensate for that lack. So trying to, so it could be expressed as trying hard to work on the relationship or trying to become this certain personality that maybe a man tells you, well, you're not warm enough or you're not emotional enough. Or he might say, well, you are too emotional, (laughs) right? And so this is exactly what happens. The reason why uh, so many women can if you got that result as a middle type, uh, it's the life circumstances, it's a past relationships. And uh, what is the cost? So let's let's talk about why it is not okay to stay in the middle type and how is that holding you back from finding love? Yeah. Would you well, speak from your own experience, Ellen? Yeah, in my marriage, I, I had found the wrong, you know, I'd found somebody wonderful, but he was the wrong type. So the marriage for you specifically. So he wasn't the wrong guy. He was just the wrong type. Yeah, he's perfect for somebody else, but it didn't work for me because we weren't we weren't dual partners. We weren't the we weren't complementary, different but complementary. So that ended in divorce after twenty five years, but. Um, being in another relationship for a long term, I realized that I was trying to uh, just love him better. And if I loved him better, he would he would be a different person. So I had to realize that he was the wrong type for me as well. He was the opposite of my husband, but still I hadn't found out exactly who I was was because I was still trying to be somebody that I wasn't. So once I realized the characteristics of the North and the East personalities, it's like that, <laughs> that really helped me come alive and be happy with the characteristics that I am. So that when I met somebody who was the, the right dual partner type for me, he brought out all those great characteristics and it was uh, was a pretty wonderful time. And Ellen, you just said something so important and uh, it made me think how, how oftentimes women will say, when I ask, well, how will you know that you found the right person for you? And they oftentimes will use this expression that I feel home. Yeah, exactly. And so where, where we start, it's not... The first step is not because you already have been trying and I'm talking as women who are listening. You've been trying to find this man with whom you're going to feel like home. And there is a step missing, which is exactly where we started now. And that step is returning home to yourself first. So if you're currently in the middle type, because in the past, you were in relationships that you tried to keep with men that are not your dual type, which is different from you, not complementary, uh, just like Ellen shared with your example, uh, and you are in this middle type, it is impossible yeah. to find 
that man with whom you're going to feel home, which is a, explains why you haven't been able to do that until now, because the first missing step is to return home to yourself uh, and align with your authentic personality type. So, Alan, if you could share from your personal experience, what was that shift and how you felt and how you showed up once you shifted from the middle type into your authentic true type, which is Northeast? Yeah, I just felt more comfortable with myself. I was happier. Um, I understand myself better. I know who I am. I'm very happy with who I am. And <laughs> I'm just, I think all of that um, helped raise my vibration and my energy levels so that when I did see this person that I felt was my dual partner type, it's like, okay, you're it. I know. <laughs> I just know because <laughs> I know who I am and I know who I need. And it looks like you. Wow. So for you, that uh, how you felt about yourself, your level of acceptance, level of self-love, your energy vibration, so your ability to be uh, seen and to be visible and really yeah. the, the level of confidence, I mean, everything else. So it's all about the reason why uh, you want to be, um, you want to really align with your type is it's sort of like, I'm going to use a metaphor of a butterfly. I used a metaphor before of a light bulb, and I think it can't even come close. In the past, I would say, well, imagine you just, uh, the light bulb was kind of dimmed, and now you turn it on bright. And uh, now your dual partner, your ideal type of man is going to be attracted. So that light is going to be polarizing. Not everybody will be attracted, but your perfect match will be. And now I'm I'm going to use this uh, metaphor of a butterfly because when you're in the middle type, it's sort of you in the cocoon. It's you hiding. Yeah. You are being invisible. You're not being fully expressed in your full power. And it's only once you align with your authentic type, it's like you spread your wings and you start flying and how beautiful and how majestic. And then everybody notices you. And of course, your yeah. dual partner thinks you're the most beautiful thing. So if you could share a little bit about that, a moment of recognition. And also what happens is that moment of recognition happens with our dual partners because on the subconscious level, we're already connected. Would you share your story, how you met your dual partner and how easy, how quickly it was, anything that uh, you want to share? Oh my goodness. Um, well, the main thing was it was magical. <laughs> I, I saw him on this big Zoom Zoom meeting for a, a singles website called Kinder. And he was sitting there with this amazing background of a wood house. And it's like, I live in a wood house. And so there was instant connection there, but he just, just looked like the West and South kind of type of person that I was looking for. So I started flirting like I was taught by Helena. <laughs> used my little flirting tactics and complimented him on his hat. And um, he started flirting back. So we started chatting on the on the website and uh, on the Zoom call. And, and that led to 
more questions and he said, oh, well, let's do emails. So he sent me pictures mm-hmm. of his house and told me more about himself. And I was just convinced that he he was the person I'd been looking for my entire life. I was pretty excited about that. So after this, um, after this Kinder Summit, we kept talking to each other every night. It was it was amazing. We talked for hours long into the night. The only problem was he is in California and I'm on the East Coast. So it was a bit of a challenge, but we were going to see if, um, you know, just see where it went. You never know. So we talked for like six weeks and he uh, invited me to come out and see him. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I want to see that really cool house. And <laughs> I want to get close to you because, oh my gosh, some of the things, we talked about everything, you know, lots and lots and lots of things. And and I was just convinced that he was the person for me and he was. And after... And I just want to uh, say yes. that to clarify, right? That Because you mentioned the online site and it wasn't an online dating site it was a virtual summit event where uh, I was one of the speakers that's how I knew about it and it was a group of men and women with the dating and relationship experts on the zoom call so the context of it the context and the whole beauty of it 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 doesn't even have to be an online dating site or app. It was a, a virtual community. It could be a Facebook group. It it was that virtual event uh, for anyone who's interested in relationships. And that is the beauty of it, how effortless it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you for explaining that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful community. And, um, and he was, he was doing he was taking part in it and I was taking part in it. And big, big so shout out our communication. Yeah. Big shout out to, to Adam, Adam, Adam Gilad, who Adam. is the founder of Kinder, K-Y-Y-R-N-D-R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I flew out to California. What the heck, you know? Right. It's an adventure. And that's, you know, and you've got that East in you. You got that East adventurous free spirit, right? So it's totally aligned with you. Might not work for everybody, but for you, yes. No, (laughs) (laughs) but for me, it worked. I mean, I've I've done adventures before. I've got lots more stories, but anyway, (laughs) I flew out there and... And from the moment I saw him, it's like, oh my gosh, this is, it was like a dream come true. It was two weeks. He said, you have to be here for at least two weeks because that's at least how long it's, it's going to take at least that long to get to know you better. And he was really interested in getting to know me better. After 20 years of bad relationships, he found somebody nice. So he was pretty happy. <laughs> Amazing. Pretty happy to have somebody who was handsome and smart and interested and and just absolutely fascinating so we spent two magical weeks together he lives in a yurt on the edge of a redwood forest so he was the king of the fairy king of his redwood forest and we walked through the forest. He took me ziplining through the redwood trees. We went to the ocean. 
we cooked together, we danced together, we had long, long, deep, intimate talks. It was just, I, I had to keep pinching myself to make sure this wasn't a dream. Wow. And How different. Two weeks flew by. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. How different was the... Like the quality of everything, the depth of connection, the ease of the relationship. How different was it that and you, that was the dual partner? So it's uh, the, the duality where this four different energies come together. So each partner brings the dominant two. So it's uh, and the certain qualities. So what was so different about be experiencing this dual relationship from any any other relationships in the past? It was easy. Uh huh. It was so easy. It was effortless. It was just it, like you said. It was like coming home. And I told him that I felt like I was home with him. Mm. And he said he was really comfortable with me. So it that made it really super easy. Which I think is like you've said before. That's one of the the best characteristics of of a dual partnership is that it's easy. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to try because you just be yourself, the other person, they be who they are and, and you be yourselves together. It's just so easy. So after those two weeks, we were sad to say goodbye, but we kept talking every night on the, on the video calls and he was he, called, he was going to a party. This was the end of September that I met him. And December 12th, he was going to go to a party with some friends. He was all excited about it. I talked to him on the way to the party. And he said he was going to call me on the way back. Um, I never got that call. I got a text message from his best friend who he had introduced me to who said that he was in a car crash and died instantly. And so I was heartbroken. I couldn't believe it. But it was true. All that magic, all that promise. I was, we were planning on getting together again. I was going to go out in January and meet his family and friends. We we're going to go to Sedona together. So I did meet his family and friends, but not exactly as I had hoped. There was a memorial service on January 22nd. So I flew out for that and his best friend took good care of me. His family welcomed me. He has a son and a grandson and his son's wife. And they all welcomed me into their home with, as if I were family. They were so happy that I had come into his dad's life and helped him be happy at the very end of his life. So we had a beautiful celebration of his life. And I was able to get there a couple of days ahead and, and work and help them clean things up and, and, um, bring all his clothes out so they could be shared with family and friends. And, and there was lots of music and beautiful words spoken. And I had brought some special things and I had, when I was out there, I had bought him this beaded hummingbird 
And then I found another one with his his favorite color, purple, on it. So I gave him the purple one, and I took the other one home. So when I went out there, I, I brought the two of them back together again. That's beautiful. And so after, after he died, I posted on the Kinder site and got so many beautiful messages of condolence from different people. But there was one that was extra special, and it was it was everything that I had wanted to hear from him. I especially missed his kisses. <laughs> when I got home, I really missed your kisses. So one of the people on the site does channeling and she said, I have a message that Jeff wants me to give to you if you'd like to hear it. And I said, of course, this was the message from Jeff to you with all his love and kisses. He says, my dearest love, you were the light of my entire life backward and forward. I love you always. You were and are my sovereign queen who helped me to be so much more of the potential that I am and was. I extend my gratitude to you and my love, but I do not want you to hold on to the idea of our love being the only one for you beyond the moment of your grief's passing. There are others that will also love, honor, and support you and feel the radiant love and joy you are. Go out and find them. Go out and find him. The one who stops and fills your heart as I did. You deserve all the happiness in the world. I wish I could have given it to you, but I want you to share it with someone else. I will be waiting to welcome you when the time comes for you to pass. But in the years in between, I ask that you open yourself to the possibility of renewed love once more. And find the special someone who will make your heart dance and sing again and appreciate you for all the beauty, love, fun, joy, and delightful expression of soul moving in the world that you are. Jeff. It's so beautiful. <sighs> yeah, that, that was really special. <laughs> and what's so beautiful is that... Uh, you shared with me earlier that uh, he told you when you were still together and you did that total immersion. So this is what we call it. And it's such an important key milestone that uh, every student goes through. So when you do it in the right way, you want to to spend that quality time with 24-7 together. So he said something about... Uh, his experience that with you that he has never in his entire life experienced. Can you speak a little bit about that? And because you talked about how easy it was for you, what was it like for him to have that experience, to be in a relationship with you, to be in that dual relationship with you? He appreciated that I accepted him for who he was and I wasn't critical of him. Mm -hmm. I wasn't jealous. I didn't, want him to be anybody other than who he was and he'd never experienced unconditional love before wow. not even from his, his family of origin so it was you know it was pretty amazing for him to 
find somebody who accepted him just the way he was. And uh, easy relationships and unconditional love are absolutely possible. And it's exactly what you, uh, anyone can experience uh, when you gain, when you return to yourself and you choose your dual partner. And that is the magic of it. So you said something uh, about being heartbroken. And I know that uh, a lot of women can relate. And uh, there is a lot of fear about experiencing that heartbreak, especially if uh, um, women who are listening to us now have been hurt in the past and there is that fear of putting themselves out there and uh, fear of getting hurt again and maybe making a mistake or that relationship ending and losing that love. So can you speak about that and to addressing that fear and experiencing heartbreak? Well, I would just say that for me, it's, it's the joy of experiencing something new. So I would say, don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to take that next adventure that comes your way because you never know who you're going to meet and you never know whose lives you're going to touch. Um, I now have friends on the West Coast that I never had before. I have, you know, a family out there now, and I didn't have that. Had I not said yes to this amazing opportunity to go meet somebody new, I wouldn't have that. I would still be stuck where I was. So I would say to all the women listening, you are beautiful exactly the way you are. You deserve a wonderful man or person in your life. So go out there. Um, Like what Jeff said to me, go out and find that one who makes your heart sing and dance. There are people out there for you. You just have to know who you are and be confident and happy with yourself so that you can have that vibration because it's, it's all energy and like attracts like. So if you're happy with yourself, then you're going to attract someone who is happy with you. Yes. And when it comes to uh, our heart uh, and the emotions that the the experiences that we have and emotions and feelings that we uh, have, the whole point about being here and being alive and being humans is to experience it all. And when you said that your heart was broken and you've gone through all of that range of emotions with anger and resistance and uh, and grief and a sadness all of that is you are leaving you are leaving through all of those emotions feelings you are alive in your heart even though it was heartbroken it was broken in that moment your heart loved and at the end of a life when you go through all of those ups and downs and uh meeting people and maybe losing some people on the way. What matters is that 
your heart, you can say that I lived my life and I have no regrets because I, even though my heart was hurt and broken, my heart loved. Yeah. So for those women who are being very on guard and uh, hiding and not wanting to put yourself out there, you have a choice. Absolutely. And you are so brave and you are so courageous, Ellen. <laughs> Thank you. And I know that now that you are, as you are uh, shifting to a new stage where you've gone through the periods of grief and when you were ready to put yourself out there, that you have this ability and you have this skill, you know how to show up fully expressed in who you are. And you do. And you are magnetic. And you know how to choose out of any crowd. It doesn't matter online. You can be at the party. You can be anywhere. You don't have to put much effort. You type, you see your dual partner type. You effortlessly meet them by being who you are. And that's the magic. Can you share a little bit about your experiences? If you have gone back into dating uh, scene, what is it like? Uh, what's any news, any updates on that? Yeah, I've got lunch. Yeah. <laughs> lunch tomorrow with a great guy who I think is is a dual partner type. I'm West, sure south? He is. Oh, southwest? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But it's been so much easier to go through these profiles online and say, oh, man, you look wonderful, but you're way too east for me. <laughs> and I know you're definitely not my type. So sayonara to you. Yeah. So it's it's given me a lot more confidence in dating and being able to to see the the pictures and read a little bit about see how much they've written about themselves whether they write two sentences or mm-hmm. four paragraphs and everything matters we're not going to reveal the secrets yeah. but yeah you can yeah, tell so, so much mm-hmm. so it's it's made dating a lot easier and faster to filter yeah. to choose and okay. yeah you don't have to even exchange messages when you yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some guys exclude themselves. There was one guy who said that, you know, I'm I'm a little too out there for him. So Yeah, so like, you're creating okay. that polarizing effect, yeah. which is yeah. exactly the point. And the biggest mi- misconception out there in um in the approach to finding love that is still uh generic, that is still doesn't recognize it but where I doesn't take into consideration, doesn't acknowledge that very different personality types and just assumes everybody is the same is that uh, so much of that advice is how to get any man. And the reality is that very different strategies for different types. And uh, the point is not to get any man. The point is to recognize and attract and choose your ideal so you're most compatible and we say ideal it's also what it means is uh somebody who is just perfectly compatible with you so that you can be 100 percent yourself 
And your partner gives you exactly, and oftentimes you don't even know what you really need. Exactly. You might think, oh, I just need somebody who is just as fun as me. And in reality, there is something deeper. So once that fun um, fades away after the beginning, in the beginning, and you need something else, and that person can't give it to you because they don't have it, that's when the issues start and you don't have that in a dual relationship. Yeah. So the dual relationship is like yin and yang. It's, you know, you fill in for what the other person lacks and and they fill in for what you don't have very much of. So everybody gets to shine to their fullest potential and it works. And it happens automatically where you don't have to change anybody, but then you also don't have to ask. Like, for example, uh, and I give it example with... uh, my dual relationship because uh, east of course i'm my my husband is east and he automatically gives me that romantic side that playful romantic side so now imagine you with uh somebody who is west and you are west and then you expect the west man to be more romantic with you and you start saying well why don't you write me poems and why don't you bring me flowers and what and it's really it's like, it's happen. a lot of work. <laughs> and it's you, yeah, and you can, you can completely avoid yeah. it when you choose your dual partner who I don't yeah. have to say, he will bring me flowers and he will like do cute things that bring that lightness, which I actually didn't realize yeah. that I need because I can be really like very like intense. Okay, let's go, let's do it. And it happens automatically. So there's that beautiful balance. Yes. And yeah, for you, exactly Ellen. What, yeah, that's what Jeff was trying to bring out in me was the fun girl. I'm sure you were already expressing that fun girl yeah. uh, naturally and automatically. And that fun girl within you is what made you so irresistible to him and so drawn yeah. to, to you. Because look, for somebody to invite and West, of course, West I provide and taking care of you and never seen you. I mean, it's gotta be that connection. It's gotta be that magnetism that again, we're going to come full circle. You cannot have it when you are totally disconnected from your type and you are in that middle type, but your your light is is dimmed and you're still in that cocoon. Uh, It just doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So put yourself first, which I always say, put yourself first, connect. uh, Instead of just stop searching that Mr. Perfect, connect to your align with who you are first, discover who you are, and then see how easy it's going to be dating and attracting your perfect. I mean, you did it literally. Okay. Attend an event, pick my dual partner, flirt connect, go deeper. Yeah. Pretty much very simple steps. Any red flags? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, what? <laughs> no, there are no red flags with your dual partners, especially we're talking about the certain quality, of course, a man who is, so we're talking about attracting, but again, you attract the quality at which you resonate. So Alan has, you increased your frequency, the quality of man automatically increases. So the quality of man means they're willing to invest in you, their time, their resources, their attention, energy on every level. 
and uh, easy. So I always say that uh, if it's right, it's easy. And it's yeah. not just in the beginning. Uh-uh-uh. Look, look at look at my case, uh, my my example. It's it's going to be 13 years. Wow, being together, and we just celebrated our 12th Valentine's, and I realized that that very very packed, very busy restaurant. There were a lot of couples that just started dating. Probably we were maybe top five percent. Like you can tell how somebody just. Yeah. The, there is different vibe. Of course, they don't have a wedding bands. They maybe keep a distance or there is that energy. And where we are, we're very comfortable with each other. We have our insider jokes. Uh, we've, you know, we're married. You can see that. And uh, it made me, it made me think like, okay, so where are all of us couples? who've been together for a decade or longer and who dress up and go out and celebrate Valentine's. So um, the biggest, biggest reason for that is choose your dual partner. Because when you choose your dual partner, you can still have all of that ease and, and attraction because attraction is going to be always there. Uh, 10 years later, and yeah. you, you will be together. So if you really want to be in a relationship, uh, of your dreams, you don't just choose based on pure attraction because yeah. that attraction goes away. What do you have left? Yeah. Attraction is important, but choose to fall in love with your dual partner. Choose your dual partner. And the biggest mistake women can make is falling in love with somebody who is not right for them. Yep, been there. Then, uh, when <laughs> it's really hard. And yeah. then it's codependency. And then it's yeah. like, we have to work hard on my relationship. And then you're trying to be, again, you're getting yourself into the middle type. Yeah. And still at the end, it's, there's always something will be missing. And I'm sure in 25 years, that uh, that sense of something was missing has never gone away. Yeah. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was missing from the beginning. I just didn't recognize it. Oh, oftentimes, we, we just wanted... We just want it to work. Yeah. And we dismiss. We just don't want to deal with it. Let's, I, I got to, whatever the reasons are, right? There's yeah. pressure. There's uh, the, yeah. the biological yeah. clock is ticking. There is, what I is it, my last chance? Yeah. yeah, I want to have love. I just want somebody to love. And uh, again, if you, if you want the easiest relationship, that is lasting, lasting relationships. So, thinking about decades, thinking about for the rest of your life, then two steps, discover your type align with it, right? So step into your type. Step number two, choose your dual partner. That is how easy it is. Yeah. All right, Ellen, whatever last, if there is a uh, biggest takeaway, if there is just one thing that you want women to remember, uh, one insight, what would it be? Don't be afraid to... First, find out who you are and then take chances, um, take adventures, step Say out. yes. Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> Say yes to possibility. Absolutely. Possibility is you're going to be your best friend. I mean, yes. And uh, when you say take chances, we actually, we have very precise, calculated chances. Yeah, exactly. They're not random. It's very important. They're not <laughs> random chances at all. Nothing is random. Nothing no. is random here. 
and, it's and it's know math. Who you, know who you are. I mean, I yeah. I have love. I have love to give because I know my source is infinite. So there's nothing. You know, why not give it away? Your source of love is within you, and it is infinite. Ellen just said it's so beautiful, and it's absolutely true. We help you connect with that, and once you discover your type, it's that uh, it's like you open this uh, fountain that just starts floating and it's never ending. And it was always there. It was just, it, it was just, uh, you didn't even notice it's there and it was just clogged. Let's open it up and uh, help you create your amazing life. So Alan, thank you so much for doing this and sharing so vulnerably and have such beautiful courage and being such an inspiration. I know it's going to be super easy. I mean, you have a date, you have a lunch date tomorrow, you said. (laughs) (laughs) And I love your energy. I just love how you have that lightness, you have that playfulness. No one can take it away from you and the connection to your source of love. I'm sure men right now that you're interacting with, they are who is she? What is it about her? <laughs> yeah, and confidence. And confidence. Yes. Confidence. Thank you so much, Ellen. Big Thank hugs. Much love. love. Thank love you, everyone. Did you know that seven out of 10 new relationships fail within the first year of being together? Well, I believe that finding lasting love means unlearning everything. We have been taught our entire lives about what it means to date, choose the right partner and create a happy relationship. Want to ask a question on a future episode of Love by Design Q&A? Click on the link in the show notes to record your question in the voicemail and I will most likely answer it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate, review, and subscribe to Love by Design on iTunes. This helps a lot in ranking this show and would be greatly appreciated. And if you have any comments or questions, leave a comment below. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, Love by Design, go to youtube.com forward slash love by design.